Hey everyone, I know you've heard me speak about microdosing and how much I love it. And I'm talking about microdosing THC. I love it. And that's why I love our sponsor, microdose.com. Microdose gummies are incredible. They deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. And when I mean just the right amount of good, I mean in so many situations, anxiety, sleep, focus, pain, relaxation. There are so many different strains and they're really helpful. And I have recommended microdose.com to so many people. And you know what they say to me? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't be afraid of microdosing. Go to microdose.com and you'll learn all about microdosing THC. These gummies feel amazing. They taste amazing. I have used them to get me into the zone I need to write. I've used them at night after a stressful day or a stressful show to relax. I have also said to family members, please take a gummy right now. And they've said, oh, good idea. So check it out. Check it out because they're fantastic. And I'm not like a big weed person. I mean, I used to be. And I do enjoy, I do enjoy weed every now and then, but I love, I love these gummies and I take them with me everywhere. So check it out. Don't be afraid. They're all natural. They're fantastic. And you deserve it. So what are you going to do? You're going to do something that is fantastic. You're going to get 30% off your first order. 30% off. That's a lot. Plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Use promo code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. It's available nationwide. They deliver it to your door. That is microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold for 30% off and free shipping. Do it. Go to microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold. You deserve it. You deserve it. And you know what else? You're welcome. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. Let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Miss Judy Gold. You do, not only do you create these characters, but you do impressions. Um, Yes. And I think it's the, I mean, every, you know, I know a lot of people who do Trump and- It's the nuances. It's the yes. It's certain things that you focus on. Yeah. That make the impression so legit. Oh, you know well, what I mean? You. So I mean, everyone does it. It's a Shatner, right? right. Trump is like a Shatner. Right. It's like an Elvis, right? So I don't know. I think for me, that thing of that that specifics, yeah, is the same way we're talking. It's like I'm entertained. By figuring out what are the weird right. things about him, right? So to me, I don't, I didn't see it as building the impression. I just went, oh, as I, once I got stuck into doing this tour, and, and I was like, oh fuck, I've got to like really do him. I can't just like half ass. Like in 2015, right. it was like, oh, I can do a broad stroke interpretation of him, 
And then as it kept going, it was like, oh, I've got to study him. Right. So then when I started studying him, I was like, oh, there's so many weird. He's such a dowager. He's such right. a weird kind of, you know, he's as my friend Pete Gross says, who plays Pence. It's like he's an old Jewish woman trapped right. in, in this fat German man's right. body. Right. He is. You know, we did a clip show, and what we did was we overlaid the Golden Girls right. onto it. And so I did a hybrid of B. Arthur and Trump for that episode right, specifically. Right, right. So I did a lot of her, like, bringing her hands up. Right. And, and what I love is I like things like that. I like mashing up ideas of what people are. So right. impression almost like John D. Domenico. I don't know if you know who that guy is, but he does... An incredible Trump. He was okay. been around forever, right? And he's a pro. And I look at him and go, that's an impersonator. That's a right. person who, this is what he does. And he could do anything. I see my thing as sort of being like, I can happen to do Trump well, but for me, that's fine. It's like, what are the combinations and what things do, can I slot in and pull out and do with him? How that's did you, so how did the whole thing begin? How did this whole- ASCAP. I was improvising, right? And uh, someone walked in and said, "Mr. President," and it was you know two months after he announced. And I went, "Well, oh, that'd be funny, you know, Trump president." Okay, I'll come out. And so I did what probably where Alec Baldwin's impression is now right. was like my first mm. go at it. Mm -hmm. Right. So, <laughs> what do you think of Alec that's, Baldwin's that's impression? Uh, I you don't think it's particularly good. I think that it is. It's I, I think it's Alec doing Alec with a little bit of Trump on top of it. And my thing is, is I worked with him. I didn't, I, you know, he's neither here nor there, but you know, he talked shit about me on Kimmel one time. No way. And what did he say? He wouldn't name me, but he said there's some internet. It was within this time where the correspondence dinner last year and people uh, at midnight had done a whole like hashtag campaign to try to get me to host the correspondence dinner. And I sort of was caught off guard by it because I was like at home, no tour dates anymore, not knowing what I was right. going to do. Oh, I've never felt like right? that. What you does know? that feel like? Yeah. And then these things are popping up and you're going, what is this? Right. Well, then within a week, he goes on Kimmel and he's like, well, there's some internet guy. And I was Aww. like, no, dude, I worked with you. I auditioned for SNL and I did you and Trump in that audition. I know you know what's up and who I am. And when you mouth fuck you, and then I wrote him on Twitter and said, thanks for the fuck you on Kimmel. And he goes, you're welcome. And I went, <laughs> I was like, why'd you even do that? Why'd you admit it? But He's showing his cards, if you ask wait, me. Wait, so, so you had started doing this impression. I started in August 2015. Okay. What, so... You started doing it. Yes. Like, I just want to get the timeline. I'm sorry. So I started yeah. doing it. I started so that after I did him uh, in ASCAT, right. Shannon said, hey, do uh, you should do a Trump show. Okay. So I, I had seven days. I wrote the show. This and is to go out. live at UCB. Go live at UCB. Right, okay. And the conceit of the show was it's the first press conference after he's been elected. It's called And we all thought this was never going to fucking A huge happen. joke. It's okay. called Trump Dump. And right. then the idea of the show, as we do all these bits about what he's going to do as president, right. is that the Trump Dump is actually the fact that he's launched all the nukes at, and that this press conference was a distraction. And then we right. end with this sort of <laughs> Dr. Strangelove. Can you believe how fucking real this is? I know. Well, I will say earlier than most, I was like, 
this is going to be real if right. people don't wake up. And I say people on our end. Because you oh, knew the yeah. right wasn't going to wake right, up. Right, right, right. But the left was not waking yeah, up. Yeah. And so uh, after a couple, uh, James uh, was doing Bernie in L.A. And then he was coming to New York. So I called him. I said, hey, let's do a debate. Wouldn't that be funny? And he went, yeah. So we booked it at Whiplash. We taped the debate. We had a... Uh... I hate going to Whiplash because my neck always hurts. <laughs> Good night, ladies! Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> and then we taped it. We released it. It went viral or whatever. You know, it, yeah. it was popular. And then, you know, people started going, well, we can HIV make money off these people. Too. Yes, yeah. HIV yeah. went viral. As you know, I threw yeah. condoms at everybody. <laughs> yeah. And then they started saying, we'll do the Bell House. So we did another show. Right. And then that built into a tour. And then we and, did and the tour. And how did you decide to do... Uh, uh, Trump versus Bernie. I think because James and I were friends right. and he could do Bernie and I right. could do Trump. And we also were like, they're both sort of weird, like New York weirdos. Right, right, right. So it's funny to have these two opposite... I know, mean, they're the same fucking age, yes, basically. They are the shadow self and the shadow... They right. are the reflect... They are the person right. in the shadow. Right. It's like the Jets right? and the Jets. It's yeah. just... It's... And they annoy me. Yes, both, both of them. Both of them annoy me. Yes, both they of them both are annoying. Fucking annoy me. Yes. And 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 everyone thinks Bernie, by the way, even though you won't admit it. Uh <laughs> I everyone thinks that he's just loves women. He's not he's a misogynist too. Well he he's, wrote that paper, yeah. right? That graduate school paper about rape, right? That was Oh, I'm not aware. You don't know there's something he wrote early on. That was very controversial. Uh, that would have that would have come out. Yeah. I think there's a couple of things that would have hurt him in the um, general. Bernie Sanders' 1972 essay on rape. Yeah. Uh, Bernie Sanders' presidential campaign tried to distance him from this essay, in which he wrote that a woman fantasizes being raped by three men simultaneously. What the fuck is wrong with him? <laughs> Men, I mean, what's it's a, called... who writes a paper on that? <laughs> it's called Man and Woman. You should to that. You don't write a paper on it? By Bernie Sanders. Who goes to the teacher goes, listen. I, I have a great idea. I have idea. a great, I have a great premise. Let's okay. do that scene, shall we? Okay. Uh, you're Bernie. Okay, I'll do my best, Bernie. All right. But James is going to murder me. I'm like doing all his impressions. That's all right. Don't worry about it. Hey, uh, yes, how yes, can I help you? you I've got a, a great um, idea. Yes. What I want to do... I want to mm-hmm. write a paper. Uh-huh. Now, a lot of people, I'm not, I don't do a good Bernie. Yeah, it's. A- <laughs> I don't do a good Bernie. Can I tell you? I don't do a good Bernie. Hold on. One percent of one percent. So, I want to do, you know, a lot of people written papers about a woman having a fantasy of two men raping her. Okay. But I have the solution. Three men. This is what you want your paper to be about. I want to write it. I got a, uh, I think it's a great idea. Okay. This is a Spanish class. Right. Right. Yes. Okay. Right. So I don't know why you want to. Do you want to write this paper in Spanish? No, I want to write it in English, okay. and then we read it to everybody, and they can translate the Spanish in their heads. Okay, Bernie, get the fuck. No. Out of my office. Okay, listen, listen. Hold on, hold on. You know he. Two adore- women, <laughs> one midget. He, he the, the constant which. You know the constant, <clears throat> his hands up all the time. Yeah, like he's, he's not well, that's James. Listening. James does I know, that James so does well. It. It's so funny, and the not listening, and the fucking. You know, <laughs> shut the fuck. Shut up. <laughs> not nothing you say is ever going to come true. Okay. <laughs> um, how did you meet your wife? John's Pizza. 
She was a hostess. God damn, thank God for John's Pizza. John's Pizza, my whole life. I mean, um, she was a host. She was the first person I spoke to in New York because I got off the train at Penn Station and I went to John's where my friend Christian was working. Is Christian Jewish? Yeah, Christian is Jewish. No, Christian is the furthest from being yeah. Jewish. And the first person I spoke to in the uh, was the hostess. And it right. turned out to be my wife, who told me in 2003 she would never, ever be with me in a million years. So, cool. <laughs> did you chase after her? Uh, we like came Undesign. in and out of our lives, and then um, we uh, she was kind of ending a relationship, and I was around, and... Uh, and she used you. It was a little painful. So did yeah, you make out? Did you no. ever do it in John's Pizza? Uh, my wife would kill me. Yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> Where? You have to. Where? In the walk-in behind on, the thing. On the Where? guy who did payroll, Ken, on his desk. Nice. Really? <laughs> Take that, Ken. Did you come on the payroll? Uh, on the desk. Yeah. <laughs> was Ken a dick? And boy, trying Wait, to get Ken, that up. What's with- Ken's name? Ken Jones. No, oh, no, not Jewish. All right, so no, he's black. <laughs> Although there are black Jews. Yeah, D- there are black Jews, Anthony. <laughs> I always wanted to do a character, Sammy Dennis Miller. <laughs> hey, <babe. laughs> That's funny. Okay, so when you went to pitch the show, you went to pitch the show to yes. Comedy Central. Yes. You, you know, your thought was, okay, we're done with the tour. We've done he's a, special. a reality TV yes. guy. What if he had his own TV show? Yes. Um, well, it was it was sort of, he had talked about Trump TV, and then we learned recently that he right. really did want to lose and just have a TV network. Right. I, so I knew that early on. Are you on. doing coke again? Yes. You are fucking uh, sniffling. No, I'm like, it's this weather. Why do, you, do you think Trump does coke? <laughs> I mean, he does I, the... He really, I think he did, and I think he lies about the fact that he did, and he probably has, but you know what that is? That thing, the... That's nerves. No, no, it's that he has a loose denture block, and the, what he does is he sucks up through his nose to create a vacuum to lock his dentures in. That's why he had that thing where he was like, God bless the United now, States. Now, uh, that sounded... <laughs> God bless the United States. My favorite is Judge, Judge Gorsuch. Judge Gorsuch. One of the greatest I, I, Judge Gorsuch. Gorsuch. Here's the... Th- Edward, you dragon. How does he have dentures? Like... Yeah. I, I think he, he has, has like a bridge cap. Mouth. No, I think he has like a bridge cap. I think he has one of those things where it's like. I, I'm surprised front. he doesn't say I have all my own teeth. He's like, the Martha Ray of presidents. <laughs> Wait, so you think he <laughs> has the a only denture two gap? Who get that show, <laughs> by the way. Wait, he he. You think he has a denture gap? Yeah, I think he has a denture gap, and I think this is him sucking it up. It's probably... But he does it when he's, he's really nervous. Yeah, because well, he's OCD. Well, no, he, what he does when he's really nervous yeah. and he's trying to be confident is he does this sort of right. like... Yeah, he did that at the press like conference. Titty hug. Or that fake, you know, we're all, you know, that fake Fire meeting. My favorite was when he's sitting there crunched into his arms at right. a table going, we'll meet them with fire... And fury. And he looks <laughs> the mic off. The most scared. What happened? That's all right. Okay. You get to get, the, you get, to get that off the mic. Wait, whose mic went off? <laughs> He's. Are you fucking kidding me, Hennessy? You put the computer on the on-off button on the fucking mic? Yeah, and don't make me do it again. 
<laughs> You're such an asshole. What now, if the whole? What if the wait? Whole, he was doing the impression. How much of the impression did like we two miss? seconds? It was very shut up. Just the last dramatic. half hour. Oh, wait, so yeah, but he did that at the at the remember you the know when fear. he had he made them videotape the meeting with the bipartisan yes. meeting. He yes. had the he did the same thing with yes. the arms. Crossed. Oh yeah, he, he's. So we knew that. So when I, I thought, well, how would Trump do fireside chats? Right. And I said, if Trump had his druthers, it was remember Casino when De Niro can't go to the casino anymore. Right. So he does that late night show. Yes. That was my vision. My vision was always like the notion that he Trump does his cheap version of a late night show. And then I sort of went, well, let's throw, you know, Merv Griffin and Flip Wilson. Let's like move all this mm. stuff into that world. Because that's what his zeitgeist would be, right. and that's what he would do. And so that was the pitch. He does a late-night show from the Oval, which is his fireside chat, and then we just see into his world. So it was a hybrid sort of of narrative and weekly. It was like a hybrid of the two because you're like, the world has to be real. This really is the Oval. These are really these people, but they're also doing this topical, satirical right. show about themselves. And then the other thing, which is you know probably why... Uh, it's a niche thing is like I wanted to do a show I mean the, my highest compliment was when the bassist in the Christmas special who was like 90 was like this reminds me of when I was at the Steve Allen show and wow. I was and I, and I was like thank you and I'm sure that's every, a huge yeah. that's a huge compliment and every other executive was probably like oh my god I mean I used to pitch things where I was like yeah I'm like no, this every is like other love American style is like who was Steve Allen yeah okay. who was Steve Allen yeah. but you would do things where you'd go yeah I want to do like a Mary Hartman Mary Hartman right. thing and they'd be like who and I oh god yeah so uh, you know that was my favorite thing was at least for a year hopefully more but like I got to do television like really we, like, right. when we had we had a thing where uh, General Kelly was portrayed just as a giant. Mm -hmm. So we had our art department just build these two giant feet in this hand, and it grabbed Mario and pulled him off. So I could have done that part. You could, you could have just walked. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Now I yeah. really. Mm -hmm. And so she, uh, uh, the the. We wanted to do the the peanuts thing of right. like the adult being like wah, 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 wah. Yeah. so someone said oh we'll just get a nice audio cart for that I went no you'll hire a live trombonist oh that's perfect and you'll have them do it there so what awesome. we tried to do was really 20th century TV right I tried to do everything live during the right. taping voiceovers everything we did including freezes we did actually people just froze right, right. That's so funny. and that was the thing that was the greatest thing for me about right. doing the show was doing that and then watching all the people who worked on that show, even camera people, you know, even like people who like are detached right. and work a show, they were like, I love being here and doing this because we're like actually challenged. We're not like so, standing there and doing nothing. Now when Mario yeah, so came on to yes. do Scaramucci mm -hmm. and that yes. I mean when I mean Scaramucci was in the job for five minutes. I mean yes. when he got fired, <laughs> yes. I was like because I really thought this is it for Mario. He's gonna yeah. get on SNL, and yeah. you know, yeah, that was it. Was it and was, he's such a dick, Scaramucci. Yeah, he's a fucking dick. Yeah, he's like a he's like talk about coked up. Like he's just yeah. like seems like well. But the thing was the great with Mario was like I had done the election night on the View, right? And Mario had performed the year before, right? And I did Trump. So then, almost a year oh, wow. later, that's cool. I'm like writing Mario going, hey, do you want to do Mooch? 
he comes and does the first one. And then when Mooch gets pulled out and I write him, I go, well, we got to say goodbye to you. But the other thing, too, is like we brought Mooch back for the Christmas special. Right, right, like, right. The, the truth is that these archetypes are deeper than the... right. You can't believe in the narrative like, oh, you can't use them anymore. It's right. like, no, they represent something right. worse than just their And surface. now he's defending Trump. Of course. Yeah. Steve Bannon will never go away. I don't care if you fire him from Bright Bar or whatever. That presence, that who idea. Would you play to, who would you get to play Steve Bannon? We had John Gemberling, who played Bevers. Because I, on... I would get a woman to play Steve Bannon. Because <laughs> uh, that would fucking piss him off even more. Um, what do you... When you do an impression, like you're doing an impression of Trump, right? Right. You get into his psyche. Yeah. Ab- what do you fucking think of him? Like, he's dumb. Like, what do you really think of him as a human being? No, I don't think he's... I think that... I mean, there's different degrees of dumb. I think that when I get into him, I go... On one level, I'm like... From knowing everything and meeting childhood friends and all this stuff, I think that he has serious he has a personality disorder yeah i think he grew up in a home where i don't think his father i think his father was deeply abusive and i think mm-hmm. his mother had mental illness mm-hmm. and i think Not, his, i don't know how you'd know what that I, know, I don't know how you know hair. right and then uh, yeah. well, he has his mother's hair yes exactly it's amazing right um i think he also like um i think that his older brother meant a lot to him mm-hmm. and i think his older brother you know we could speculate on what his lifestyle was like and all that but i think that um, you know, he, his older brother also bucked the system. His older brother didn't take on his father's shit. His right. older brother joined a Jewish fraternity at college just to piss his dad off. Right. And so I think that Trump what as the fraternity? number two, I don't, I'm, right, find that out, please. Uh, you Go know, ahead. Shlomo. Yeah. Shlomo. Shlomo. Fine. Shalom. Yeah. <laughs> so. I think that um, when I look at Epstein, Shlomo Fly Epstein. Yeah. So I have to have empathy for him. You know, you have to have empathy for him as a just in right. the human condition, which is here's the condition of the person. The condition of the person is a pained, stunted adolescent whose brother died, who was abused by his father and mother. And that doesn't excuse him. Empathy isn't excusing. But don't it's you just, think he's a hateful? Yes. Like, okay. I think he hates. Oh, I think he's a hateful, dismissive casual bully. bully who doesn't give a shit who also i think almost is like an anti-buddha like he does not care right, right. doesn't give a shit it nothing has not any curious. meaning no way incurious dismissive and so liar uh, yes. like fucking liar oh, pathological liar but the big thing is is that he deeply desperately wants everyone, everyone to, to love him believe him right. and believe he's good and right, right. and that's the most fucked right. part and so he can't get, I'm telling you right now, he does not understand why people don't like him. Mm-hmm. And he thinks everyone else is wrong and he's right. And I think his inappropriate relationship with his daughter has a lot to do with his oh notion of God. women. And the fact that he believes that the way you express confidence in women is you say they're attractive and you want to fuck them. Right. So he even extends that to his own daughter. And I think his daughter... It's like, oh, my fucking dad, like, you know, not I'm not giving her any passes, but like I think they all have no real relationship with him. I know. And they weren't and, raised around him. And uh what what, what the fraternity, doing? I have the name of it if you want. What? It, uh he uh, went to it at Lee University in Pennsylvania. It was called Sigma Alpha Mu. That's where that's where Henry is. Sammy. Really? That's hilarious. That's the Jewish fraternity that, How about that? that my son Henry's in. Really? Well, Sammy. All right. 
He's wow. Destined. Well, isn't that interesting, though? Because that shows you this rebelliousness of, like, right. I refuse to do it. And that's where I went in and just went, I look at my own life and I go, well, what if I hadn't had more support systems? Like, what if I hadn't? There's a possibility of that version. I have been that selfish, self-involved, and right. shitty in my life. I have an aspect of me that clearly right. I can turn on and bring to the front of my mind right. and embrace. So I think one of the big things always to remember in my view is like, there but for the grace of God go right. I. And two... This is a tortured, pained person, and that doesn't mean I have to feel bad for him for all the pain and torture he's put to everybody right, else. Right. But I have to understand that the key to any person is not to double down on that because that's not going to get you anything. Right. And in addition, you remove him, you still have a systemically misogynist, racist, classist party uh, that also the Democrats are you know, not helping the situation either. And everyone is actually taking advantage of being able to pour all their anger into him. Right. So that somehow when he gets removed, we'll all cheer and go, oh, thank God, it can go back to the shitty thing it was before that led to him becoming president. Right, right. So it's like... Yeah, is he awful and repugnant and terrible and annoying and stupid? But do you think he's going to get impeached? I, You know... I don't know because one impeachment would take us to 2020. There's right. no way he can get impeached. In and the, I don't want Pence. That's the other Pence thing. Pence is a fucking freak. Do you see the Pence way he is... stands behind him and stares at him? Yes. Like he's going to go jerk off to him yes. after the. It's creepy, right. and also he can get things done. Oh, oh shit! It's Pence can get things done. That Trump can't but get shit done. But I don't want done. Pence to get things I, that's done. That's what I'm saying. And he's such a fucking gay hater. Yes. He's a fucking ass. He's, he's so gay. He's a gator. He's a gator. He's a gator. He loves Florida. We'll be right back with more of Kill Me Now with Judy Gold. Hey, everyone. Did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the United States with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the United States? And I'm one of them. You're listening to one of them. Fast Growing Trees has everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and your space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Forever. I just want you to know that I just got off a plane and I walked in my apartment. What was the first thing I did? Is I came in and said hi to Avi, my fig tree. I'm telling you, and I have Yael, which is another plant, but Fast Growing Trees has changed my atmosphere here in my apartment. You don't need a lot of space, but they do have, you know, they have stuff for outdoor spaces. But I live in an apartment, and I'm telling you, Avi and Yael, yes, they're both Jewish names, Hebrew, the space looks so much better. And I just had a conversation with Avi. Like, I was like, I missed you. I love having living things here. It's very, very, I don't know, it's made this more of a home. It's the best. And Elisa has some too. And she loves them. And she talks to them too. But she got that from me. Anyway, check out Fast Growing Trees. 
you need to be around plant life. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code Judy Gold, J U D Y G O L D, at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code Judy Gold at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code Judy Gold. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You're welcome. Listen, I want to. I want to have a conversation <laughs> with Trump right now. Wait, but I want you to do your Alec Baldwin. Oh my God! I don't even know if it's that good right now. All right, now. go ahead. Hi, Alec. Hey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mercy. What is it? Um. You, you know. Uh, I have to say, he's been really nice to me, Alec Baldwin. Of course, I've been very nice to you. Listen, I really want to get on Match Game. And yeah, I know we talked about this at Dick Cavett's birthday party. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you said <laughs> you were going to be doing more. And I'm going to be yeah, doing more. And of yeah. course, you could be on there. I'd love for you to be on. So how do I get on? Because like, I haven't been on. It's like every other comic that who's in my little group, you right. know, is on. You and I would be perfect for you it. You know, like. Okay, but when I, I don't, when I, I said that you could be on, I meant you could be on a contestant, Liz Lemon. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't worked on him in a long time. Okay, but Who, uh, who's your favorite person to do? Well, this is the other thing is that I do characters that who you make up, who I make up, right? Uh, I mean, my favorite, right? Obviously, was Trump. I mean, I, I mean, I've recently been doing that woman from from the Brit- British Bake Show. I really enjoy her. Um, I mean, I used to do Woody Allen and Ronan Farrow mm-hmm. having a conversation, and Ronan would be like, "Dad, look at you! It's like looking in a mirror. You're my pop. Look at you, pop. <laughs> it, you know, there's something I have to tell you. You know, you're probably not my son. You know? <laughs> you know, I know, Woody. Like, I was, you know, like a lot of people don't want to do your movies anymore. Right. Like, how do you feel about that? You know, <laughs> I love you. You know, Judy, and I just feel like, you know, why can't? People don't want to do my movies because, you know, I have to take a break. You know, I built, I have to take a break, you know, to eat out, you know, a child. (laughs) And so, you know, recently there's been a lot of developments in film and I've I've created. Now, did you, so like Sunyi basically is like if my current girlfriend, Woody, who, you know, how old is she? She, She's way older. She's out of your radar. She's fifty six. But if she, Wait, if are she, you really no, just are you I'm dating just, just a five year old and a six year old? No, no, no. Okay. She's fifty six. Oh, that's what and I so call fifty six. If she married my son Henry, who's twenty one, that would be like that would that's like you. That's what happened with you and that would be yeah. But that's what you happened with you and Sun no, Yi. Yeah, but it only works the other way, you know. But it's an older man, it's a younger woman. You know? <laughs> it's only attractive when you do it that way. You know, and Sun Yi, you know, here's the other thing. You know, initially I just wanted her to clean the house, and you know, we had sex a little bit. You know, but then she insisted on getting married, and I said, okay, I need someone to hold my oboe. It's a clarinet, Woody. It's a clarinet. No, that's not what I'm referring oh, all to. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, Donald, I, I'd like to. I have. To, I want to talk to you, Donald. Okay. <clears throat> yes. I hate you. Who are you? Are you Jew? Yeah, I'm a Jew. Judy Gold. 
Yeah. There it is. That's everything you need to know, right? Jew D. Gold. It's a Jewish <laughs> name, most Jewish name. So you didn't want to be president, did you? I don't want to be president. I never wanted to be. <laughs> I never wanted to run, but I want. I thought it would get Melania to leave the house. Here's the truth. Right. It was either take a cruise and then have her disappear off the end of the boat. But now, you know, Richard you Nixon- th- th- But Melania hates you, doesn't she? Melania hates me, but this is only because I got her a new dog bed and it's synthetic, <laughs> synthetic hair in there. Um, she sleeps at the foot of the bed. Ivanka stays in the bed with me. <laughs> We're going to have the first. What do you think of Jared? Like, do you like your son-in-law, Jared? He's Jared, kind of a pretty boy. Jared is very milky, mm-hmm. very milky guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'll say this: if you need to loosen something, if you get something, you get your finger stuck in a ring. Just rub Jared up against your finger; it'll loosen it right up. <laughs> Jared is like a Purell dispenser. People walk by and just swipe their hand on him, and then they rinse their hands. Steve Bannon uses Jared's sweat to masturbate. <laughs> Jared's so Jared's like a proto human. You ever see the movie, the Minority Report, and those people who yes, are lying? Yes, yes. That's Jared. It's like Jared's like unformed. Jared has. Are you fucking Hope Hicks? Am I fucking Hope Hicks? Yeah. No. Am I lying next to her and rubbing pre cum on her thigh? Yes. <laughs> That's not fucking. So ha, have there's you a ever... little place called Hope. Trust me. Very tight. Have you um, ever read a book? I I read so many books. I read all the books, and I love the Bible. I've read the Bible. That's the big book. Uh-huh. And I love reading the books, and what you do, you hold the book. Uh-huh. You look at it. You open the page. You uh-huh. see the cover. You look inside about the author. What's the book? And then you give it to somebody. You don't need to read the in-between. <laughs> Just read the cover, cover to cover. So you haven't read any fucking books. No, I don't read. I don't have time to read. I read articles. I read magazines. Do you watch um, a lot of TV? I love. First off, we have three televisions, and I have a burger remote. This is the most incredible thing. Mm-hmm. It's an edible remote. Every day you get a burger, and when you want to change the channel, you bite a pickle. And <laughs> I watch Fox and Friends, Friends and Fox. Fox around, friends for five, five for none, eight is enough. I read it all. Um, I hate you, Donald. I, I can't stand you. Don't worry. Listen, you can hate me. That makes you love me more. I love myself the more you hate me. I hate all women. You know what I say? This is the one thing I'll say. When people say me too, I go, yeah, me too. I hate women. <laughs> That's what I thought they meant. So I started tweeting me too. I said, me too. Yeah, me too. I can't stand women. <laughs> someone told me that was that Alyssa Milano. My God. She's not just a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What else do you want to know? Um, I just, can you quit? Can you do something? I want to quit. Here's the thing, no quitters. Quitters are losers, losers are quitters. You gotta force me out, okay? And I'm not getting out. 2020, I'm staying in. I'll stay in as long as I can until somebody gets me out, okay? Because (laughs) 
You got to get me out. You want to get me out? Haul me out. Pick me up and throw me out. <laughs> like Lou Costello. Send me the moon. Just tell me we're going to Mars. I said we're going to Mars. Send me to Mars. And I'll go to Mars. I'll be the president of Mars. Uh <laughs> The red planet, the red planet. Here's the thing. So you don't you don't believe a woman should have the right to, you know, have an abortion? First off, a woman should not have a right to have an abortion. Okay, they need to carry it to term. Okay, so have to you term. ever paid for an, an abortion for any of your girlfriends, mistresses? Listen, what I pay for, okay, is not the abortion. I pay for the relief of knowing... That there's no child in the world with my name on it. That's very different. <laughs> now, your son, Don Jr., is a I, fucking asshole. You know? Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Excuse me. Uh-huh. Don Jr., Don's very difficult. Right. Okay? The kid, he goes, he hunts the animals. Yeah, with so Eric. tough. Yeah. He hunts with Eric. One time he shot Eric. He shot Eric. <laughs> he thought Eric. He thought Eric was a very, very pale tiger with no stripes right <laughs> he shot eric we had to that was a big deal to, oh, whoa, to clean that up sorry i had some sliders before i came here i ate five sliders every morning i wake up and i have sliders and potato skins here's the point don jr very difficult kid okay but he's my blood okay but he'll go down he's if a fucking asshole down, he's a gross greasy fuck I don't disagree. <laughs> I don't disagree with you. You can say whatever you want about my kids. Have you wanted to fuck any of your kids' wives? Like Eric or Donald Trump? If Jared Kushner is technically my kid because he's my son-in-law, then yes, I've wanted to fuck one of my kids' wives. <laughs> Thank you for engaging me. Um, <laughs> I love you. I want you on... You have to come back here. I'll come back anytime. Great. I love you too. I love you more. This Listen. is so much fun. All right, we ask our our contestants. Yes. <laughs> two questions. Yes. Every episode. Okay. Okay. So first of all, the first question, I'm gonna say yes. I will say no. Really? Yeah. Wow. Are you? <laughs> Or have you ever Let's been just on? Never ask. I know. Are you or have you ever been on any antidepressants? No. What? Fuck! I don't want Hennessy winning. Never. <laughs> never. You're fucking smoking crack, and you've never been on an antidepressant. Never. Fuck! 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 In your face. I've never taken wow. one. Wow. I get scared. I get scared of them. Why? I'm because it's not meth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because yes, well, it's interesting, right? Because it's always funny with people who do like really tons of chemicals and drugs, and they're like, mm -hmm. "I can't do that to my brain, but I'll smoke out of a pipe, right? Fucking bleach, right?" Um, <laughs> I think my biggest fear always with SSIDs, right, uh -huh. is SSRIs. SSRIs is that um, I would read so many articles about how they don't really know what it does to serotonin and melatonin production mm -hmm. and i would the few times that there was possible it was it would not suggested but it was discussed in like therapy uh i would always come back to the fear that it would irrevocably change the way that my serotonin and melatonin was produced right and it concerned me that there's not still enough research there about what and how it affects the pineal right. gland and that concerned me Oh God! Then I'm Valid. fucking dead. I'm fucking I'm, but dead. I'm not. Um, it's not a judgment. I'm well, saying I just that's my got, concern. I just 
I'm getting off a major one, a major. Oh, okay. Um, I was talking with John Fugelsang yesterday. Yeah. Uh, he got off that one, but he didn't do it. He didn't taper, and he had these like horrible fits where he was like hitting himself, and you know, because you're so angry, you get you have no frustration tolerance. Right. And I was doing that. I was like f- throwing shit and st- yeah. you know. And now, I mean, I'm getting closely back to normal, but I realize. How much anxiety? I have so much anxiety. Oh God, my yeah. I can't take it, but no. I meditate and I work out, yep. and I'm still on Wellbutrin. And how do you like Wellbutrin? Because that's the one thing I'm thinking of taking. Everybody it's, loves because of, it's cause... yeah. It makes you not want to smoke. Well, it started as a smoking cessation drug, and then they realized, oh, uh, it's fine because you also have no sexual side effects. Oh, okay, then that's you good. You know, because the other ones, you're, you know. Oh, that was it. the other thing that yeah. was deeply. Forget it. Um, but we're very pro anti whatever you fucking need to do. Oh, here I, I yeah. am not anti. I'm not yeah. anti anti. That's why we ask everyone. No, I'm not anti anti. Because we want people to know that. Uh, but have you ever taken band aids like Xanax or Ativan? Oh, or I've anything? taken a Xanax. I've taken, right. uh, w- uh, what's the Crack. Valium? Yeah. I've taken Valium. Uh-huh. I'm not opposed to anything that works for anybody. Right. Uh, I think in. Uh, uh, and I have friends of mine who, you know, antidepressants save their lives. Yeah, absolutely. So there, you cannot be. I right. think people who do that shit, you're like, oh fuck Does off. Trump, like, would Trump ever do an anti? anti- Tr- Donald, have you ever taken an antidepressant? Uh, a peanut butter sandwich with bacon, <laughs> <laughs> and I roll it up like a pill, and I swallow it with a milkshake, <laughs> and then I work it down like a turtle. <laughs> so I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just gasping and spitting. Spinning fluid out of my mouth. Okay. Our final question is... But I've been in therapy for t- also 12 years. Right. Okay. 13 now. 13 now. Where's your therapist? Jesus. Now she's... Uh, well, there's one in Boulder, Colorado, and uh-huh. one in New York. I do, too. Oh, yeah. We did... We I were Because t- you had the same... You met... Yeah. We well, yeah, okay. about that. Yeah, 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 we talked about that. Yeah. Um, so the, you have one therapist in Boulder. Does the therapist in Boulder, Colorado know about the therapist in New York? And does the therapist in New York know about the yes, therapist in Boulder, Yes. They Colorado? both know they each jealous? other and work together. No way. At one point, Is yeah. it the same kind of therapy? Talk therapy? Or uh, is it... One is talk th- Jungian talk therapy. The other one is something called family parts therapy, where it's about looking at how your psyche is divided into different aspects that take over that are representative of different uh, familial traumas. I want to go to that. He's fucking great. It's like, and is, it, he, uh, is he in New York? Yeah. I is he really you, expensive? I mean, yeah, not too, but yeah. Does he insurance? Uh, <sighs> I don't know. I don't okay. know if he does. He used to have me, give me a rate though. He, he gave me oh, a scale. Right. He scales. Yeah, I'll scale. Yeah. Uh, what pisses you off the most? Oh, my God. This is our... You know what pisses me off the most is um, when you're trying to just do your work and your art and express yourself and the trends and the things of the world and whatever social media thing is the thing that's the issue now and someone speaks to you someone says that you shouldn't be able to do your they 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 speak for you they presume for you there's nothing more annoying than someone telling me what i'm about 
Right. Does right, that make right, sense? Right. I yes, get yes, so yes. irritated. And I had a person recently who was like, you know, you went up and did stand up and I didn't. It was, you know, maybe as a white male comic, you spoke out of turn with all these other people on that show who were women of color and all this. And it was, you know, you spoke out of turn. What the fuck does that mean? I don't even Wait, fucking you had a understand. Spot on a show. I had a spot on a show. I did my spot. Mind you, all the other comics were on there. Both are friends. Love the set. Right. I didn't say anything problematic. I walked off. I mean, I you know, I walked off and did my set, and then get this whole fucking rigmarole about how like I shouldn't speak because I've been hearing white men talk all their lives, and you were lecturing, and you were this, and I was like, listen, you're giving me, you're assigning all these things right. to me that. Uh, you know, I didn't come and take on. I didn't walk on and take those things on. Right. I just was me talking. Right. That's it. And that's still, there is a space. Like, are we going to politicize everything? Right. So that there is no space to just go and go, hey, you didn't like it? Great. You don't like you what can, I did? Not, you can have an opinion. Yeah. You don't have to fucking then, you know, harass me. You don't have to person. harass me yeah. and tell me that somehow that uh, you know what I'm about right, or right, you right. know what my history is. That bothers me more than anything when someone says, I'm going to say what's in your mind. Right. I fucking hate it. And people do it so much. They do it in relationships. Sometimes they do it in friendships. Mm -hmm. It is the biggest thing Elisa that pisses me that off. does that too. She assumes she knows what is I'm taught like what my intent is, oh, and God. it's like no fucking listen. Yes. That's not even what I'm fucking talking about. Oh, I, you that will spin out a yeah. whole night in yeah. my house where it's like, well, this is what, and I'm like, no, 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 no. You you got to trust me that why right. the fuck would I lie about what's in my mind? Right. <sighs> why? Right. Especially when I'm passionately making an argument at right, this point. Right. Right. Why would I do that? And if you do, then why are you still around me? Yeah. See how you put, like, you just, the conversation comes to a complete halt. Does it, or do you give me more, like, um, sometimes uh, more attention to the pause than is necessary? Like, maybe it's just a passing comment. And then you'll pause and stare at me for five minutes like you want me dead. Right. And then that ends up kind of like being a bigger interruption sometimes, maybe. Maybe. Maybe I overreact. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I think it's a visual show. I think we, <laughs> it's a visual I think we should have cameras on. Yeah, we could do. We could do the... Um, Hennessy talks, Judy reacts. It camera. would be so fucking funny. <laughs> People yeah. are missing half the show. I know. I know. It's oh, yeah. Sorry. There is a lot of visual, physical comedy that's going on yeah. in here. This, yeah. At yeah. all times. Because I can't. I can't with him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that way, little fucking mustache, I can't take it. You don't like it. It's you, like it needs to be fuller. You need to get a fuller I'm mustache. On Are you it. taking the to, hormones? I'm and working everything? on it. Yeah. I'm Are you it. shaving it? Are you got to shave no, it? Not yet. Okay. Can I give you some advice? Yes, please. I used to have like a patch here where there was no hair. If you're trying to get he's, that, he's talking about his cheek. Okay. Yeah. Like you have not to, his pussy. to just keep reshaving. The way to actually make it grow is to force the follicles to continue to try to produce. But mm -hmm. the more you try to retain it there, mm -hmm. it's actually harder for you mm. to strengthen the hair. 
Good to know. Okay. So are you, you have gonna, to damage the skin cells a little bit. So yes, it, of course it you do. It induces growing. Yeah, and exfoliate. Like, are you so going to open that? up your pores? Yes, I am. When? <laughs> Very soon. But yeah. always when you shave your mustache, you leave a Hitler one. Okay. Just for Why? like five, Just for the show? Just for fun. I mean, if you got a beard yeah. and mustache, <laughs> when you shave, you shave it all the way down to here. Right. Then you pull your hair over just yeah, for a second, <laughs> look in the mirror and go, and then shave yeah, it. Do, give a little heil. Yeah. My wife's Jewish. Uh, we like to um, role play. Yeah. You do? <laughs> no. I'm all joking. Right. Oh, my God. Um, but you know what? A woman likes to be raped by three men. Well, <laughs> yeah, of course. Only three. With the Hitler mustache. Yeah. Three is the, the magic number. The three musketeers. Or the, or the Marx Brothers. Comes so, back to Musk. Yeah. The three musketeers. Ooh, now, we are nice. going to leave here. And they all we're smell gonna like both, balls. Yeah. We're going to leave, and we're both going to get on the fucking subway. The MTA <laughs> fucking sucks. I can't. When I go in there, and I look, and it says 13 fucking you know what happened today? You want to know what fucking happened today? I get off at 14th Street. There is right across, because I have to take the local. I'm on the express. Right. Across the platform is the local. Yep. It's there. Door the shut door as you roll The door opens and their door. And that guy, and you can fucking wait a minute. Yes. So we can get in. Yes. Yeah. They do that on purpose. They do it at Queens Plaza. That's I know. Some I guy told me they do it on. They do it on because they can wait one fucking second. Why wouldn't they? Because they're no fucking assholes. Sense. Yes. Because it's the power thing. If you go it's, to London, I don't want to be. If you go to London, you go to even Toronto, you go to Montreal. Clean subways where there are people helping you. I know. Where if you can't get in, someone goes, "All right, just go in," and everyone's fine. Right. And here, it's because they have health insurance. I had to That's jump why. a fucking turnstile today. I literally jumped a turnstile to get in here. I'm 43 with a backpack and coffee. And I was like, I've got it. And then I lifted myself over and was like, oh, I don't. Yeah. I was like, almost like, I don't got it. And this woman was screaming at me in the booth. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, you won't let me in. The credit card machines don't work. There is no way for me to buy a ticket, and this system has set itself up where they've gotten rid of all of the conductor people. I know. What are you doing? You can't get rid of everybody and then not have an effective system right. that isn't always, that screen is always covered in cum. Right. Always. <laughs> that screen, every screen yes, looks like is. someone shot a huge <laughs> load onto it. And I don't know how to work touch screens with my right. knuckles. Like if I ever had all my fingers chopped off right. at the tips, like for some sort of yeah. hostage thing, I'd be fine. I know how to work a nub like nobody's business. <laughs> hey, That's what she said. All right. I got to go to my son's basketball game. I can't. Anthony, you were so much fucking fun. Oh, please. You're a, no, you're you. a genius. Oh, you're wonderful. Not. I love you. I love you. I'm so honored you even have me on. Oh, my on. God. I'm so excited. So and now great. we can work together. I know. What We have to do something really fun. I'll do. Listen. Okay, you'll pitch it because I'm too old, apparently. Oh, no. Um, I, yeah, yeah. Just I, for that moment. Yeah. Um. Listen. Uh. Or anything you want to plug? When is this on? Oh. Uh, 23rd and 30th. Yeah, oh. uh, so January 31st. January. You so have January a... 31st at the new UCB in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Oh, I want to come. Is the Tony, well, the Tony, the Tony show. I and think... I want to do, um, I want to do, whatchamacallit. What? I want to do your fucking variety. The, the, that's what I'm saying. Oh, that's come the Tony do it. Show. The Tony okay. show. I think we're doing something called Gallery. 
I don't kind of don't know what it is yet, but each month I pick a new theme and do something. Cool. And so that that will be uh, the 31st at 11 p.m. at UCB Hell's Kitchen, which is between 11th and 10th Avenues on yes! 42nd Street. Yes! Baby. And um, I don't know why I'm screaming. Know, li- Sorry. Uh, look for updates on whatever happens with the president show. Uh, don't know yet, but you can always go back and watch the yeah. last season on, on there. And so uh, I think you and I are on this charity thing. This there's a show on the sixth of February. Really? There's like a, <laughs> uh, oh, the Gilbert. The yes. Gil, Gil, yeah, Gilbert Gottfried's kids' school. It's a great. Benefit. Yes. So we're all. Uh, oh, Henry's I'll, calling me. You and I will be doing let's that. Let's see what's going on with him. <laughs> so Hi, Han. And uh, uh, you're on the podcast. What's going on? When's your flight get in on Friday? Like the Friday you come visit. I'm coming. I'm actually getting in on Thursday. Oh, all right. This is a. Uh, I had to introduce myself to my public speaking class, and my teacher wants you to come in on my Friday to the public speaking class. Really? <laughs> Show and tell. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. Yeah. How embarrassing. Uh, he said, um, he, said asked, he asked me after class if you were visiting, and I said, yeah. And he said, well, would she come in and speak to us? <gasps> Oh yeah, I'll be there. I gotta get an outfit. All right. <laughs> and they're gonna make a. They're gonna. He's gonna make a speech day, so like everyone gives a two minute speech, and you gotta get feedback. Okay. I won't be going that day. Yes, you are. You're going with me. I'm not going with you, Henry. I'm not going to your fucking class, and you're not there. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll go to the class. I'm just not speaking that day. All right. Fine. I don't need your feedback. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right, I'll call you. <laughs> I'll call you later. Wait, the best part is it's a hundred. What? I can't hear. You're going in and out. <laughs> Wait, say that again. Henry, I can't hear you. It's going in and out. The best part is what? Okay. <laughs> The best part is click. <laughs> um, I love that. Okay, so I just so you know, this is doing the. This is gonna air the what? The twenty third. Okay, the twenty fifth. I'm in in the at the brewery in Blairstown, New Jersey. Can't wait. Twenty seventh, Richfield, Connecticut, the Richfield Playhouse with uh, Bruce Valanche. Oh yeah. We do this show called Big and Tall. Guess who's big? Guess who's tall? <laughs> Richfield, Connecticut, on the twenty seventh, and then. Uh, then I go to L.A. I'm in Flappers in, in Burbank on the second and third. I know Flappers. Yeah. Yeah. Flappers. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And then I'm going up to see Henry in Indiana at the Comedy Attic in Bloomington. <laughs> um, what about you? Um, yeah, exactly. So uh, <laughs> that was good. Go my ahead. website is up, howtopeestandingup.com. Check it out. Oh, All my oh stuff wait, here's Henry. There. We have to end with Henry. Yeah, Hen. What? <laughs> what? Henry. Best part. Hey, 100 level class. What? And so I said the best part is it's a 100 level class, and I probably should have taken freshman or sophomore year, but I didn't. Yeah. I needed to graduate. So I'm the oldest person in my class by three years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I don't That's understand that. Part. What is the 100 level class mean? Freshman. Like, so when like all my other classes are three and four hundred. Oh, okay. Oh, so they're all freshmen? Yeah. All right. 
It's all hot. right, I gotta go. Are you stoned? It's hot. No, I'm done. I just got my books. Oh, all right. All right, I love you. Are you stoned? No, I'm not stoned. I'm working. <laughs> I'm stoned. All right. I'm up. Uh, huh? Who's on the podcast? It's Anthony and Adamanic. <laughs> Atamanuk. He's he's the guy that does Trump on the President's Show. He's the on Comedy Central. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I gotta go. I love you. Me too. All right, bye. <laughs> oh God. Boy, it got so much darker once he knew. It was like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah got, no, because he's in the car and driving. Um, <laughs> all right, I have to <laughs> hang up. Show. Listen, uh, JudyGold.com. What's your website? Uh, Tony Atamanic on Twitter. Just look up Tony. I have no website. I You're am the so most... with it. Did you ever do internet stuff for Jim Henson? All right, so... Uh, uh, come see my porch that looks like the set of Sanford and Son in uh, Queens. <laughs> and... <laughs> Have you ever heard <laughs> Ella Fitzgerald... I'm going to give it to you. Ella Fitzgerald singing and scatting the, the uh, Sanford and Son no theme song with Count Basie. At the Santa Monica Jazz Festival in the 80s. Yeah, oh, my God, I have to hear it's that. It's the most brilliant interpretation. You know what my mother used to say? I hate when they do that. It's because they don't know the words. Oh. <laughs> all right. Brilliant. I have to go. Listen, uh, thank you all for listening. What? Why are you looking at me like that, Hennessy? With I that love confused you. look. It's not. Just now that you're not taking your antidepressants, you can see my face. Don't forget my, to subscribe to Kill right. Me yeah. Now on Listen, iTunes and leave us a great and, uh, review. As we <laughs> always say, just go fuck yourself. So long! And uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long.